All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan, everybody's favorite uncle. Uh, guys, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that welcome. Good to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, uh, Sylvan Sandler on coming up on the show in just a minute. Um, but just a reminder, uh, coming up on December 24th, we have uh, a Christmas special uh, we'll be doing for you. So uh, put that in your uh, reminder list that we'll have uh, gifts for the players to hand out. I know you. Oh, there we go. Thought we froze. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I just your background's killing me, Bob. Just a what? blank canvas. That's, just... <laughs> That's art. You're I know that you're going to change yours soon. So send me the skates down. I'll get them up on the wall. You want the skates? You can have them. I need. Oh. I got to change it up. I, I like. I want the you to put a poster of the gold helmet up. Oh, I got to get the gold helmets down in the basement because we're when when you sell your house, you got to declutter, right? So the office is like spotless right now. So. I, I I know that feeling. Going, hey, you guys yeah, should you know. try. Hey, I'm doing so much domestic stuff right now. Yesterday, my seven year old and I um, put together a printer, put it on Wi-Fi, and we felt I felt like she wouldn't get the reference, but I felt like Zoolander. We were just slapping buttons, looking for colors. And <laughs> the celebration when I got it to work was way too heavy, way too heavy for what it entails. <laughs> oh man, that's good yeah. shit. 
Yorkie, are you a real tree kind of guy? No, no. Growing up, we had a real tree. My dad, my dad loved getting like short, chubby, kind of disheveled looking trees. Like he always, he liked to get that misfit tree, and it was like just felt sorry for it. Kind of like Charlie Brown, like just get to it. And lots of tinsel, tons of tinsel. Oh, uh, now we're worse. you clearly yeah. didn't have cats growing up. <laughs> no cats. No That's cats. Uh, we put uh, tinsel on one time, one of my first years, we had the cats, and the thing took a flying leap off the couch right into the middle of the tree trying to get it. I was like, never again. <laughs> Trees down, lights everywhere. I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, that would have been good. I wish there would have been video of that. Uh, by the way, how's the goldfish doing? Still alive. She had, to, <laughs> had to go out. Oh, she had to go out and buy so much shit. But every time I'm on FaceTime with the kids, I see that thing swimming. I, I don't know if it's the same goldfish, but that guy's still kicking. Goldie is his name. Uh, so just, just, just to reset for people that don't know the backstory, Bob sent his kids home to his ex-wife with a goldfish. <laughs> Here you go. And not, to be, not a goldfish we won, a goldfish that I saw somebody carrying and was like, yep, here's 10 bucks on the way out the door. <laughs> uh, holiday spirit all around. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got some work to do before we get to Sylvan. I want to get into uh, Jacques Martin on the ice today. For the first time, he will coach his first game tonight. I guess his first night of Jacques 2.0, we should call it. Uh, this show, uh, always brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers. Proudly Canadian, owned and operated. Since 1972, with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. Super knowledgeable. Not sure what to get. Go see the staff at Charm Diamond Centers. They'll help you out. Uh, get custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and an unbeatable pricing policy. Holidays are here. It's the perfect time to check out a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mined diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing. For more information, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. And as always, our good friends at BEI, the show is brought to you by our good friends, excuse me, at BEI, Bonisher Excavating, heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. Uh, when planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs, including equipment rentals, uh, hauling and floating, hot mix paving, and some concrete formwork. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. Uh, BEI, Free Hockey Fridays. If you're a part of the team or if you're just me and you happen to be in town, apparently I'm allowed. Um, yeah. I'm allowed. So as always, slow down in construction zones. And thank you to our good friends at BEI who are always helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Uh, and also, uh, Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. It's safe. It's fun. It's great for a party event or just something to do. It requires no practice. Come to Battlegrounds Axe Throwing Facility and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. But fun for the family as well as kids. 12 and up can throw with the Guardian. Book your December holiday party now and snag exclusive Boxing Day and Break Week rates. Visit between December 26th and the 29th for 15% off. To find a location, book your event, go to battlegrounds.com, B-A-T-L grounds.com, 2016-15 Lancaster Road, near the Science and Tech Museum. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, Sylvain St. Laurent, uh, who uh, is now going to join the show. Uh, Sly. How are hey, friends. There he is. Bonjour. Uh, <laughs> just announced, I just want to get this off the top. You announced on Twitter this week, last week. I can't keep the day straight anymore. You'll be leaving Ladois. Can you just fill us in? And uh, we're sorry to see you go, but I have a feeling you'll still be around. Uh, yes, you're actually right. Um, I guess uh, after 25 years, I've decided a couple of months ago that uh, it was time to, to try something a little different. Uh, Ladois was offering... Uh, 
opportunities to to take uh, buyouts and to pursue other opportunities. Uh, I still love this job. I love being at the arena. I love you know talking hockey with people. So you'll still see me on TV. You'll still uh, I'll still be on radio. I'll still appear on podcasts. But uh, my days as a print reporter are coming to an end. Ah, well, just from, yeah. from I loved being in scrums with you. I I thought uh, we had a great time. I enjoyed it. Uh, you were the only person I really got into any kind of disagreement with in scrums because we both uh, wanted to get the job done. So. There were a couple of times. Yeah, I'd be like, because guys in scrums or people in scrums, I should say, they don't always ask all the questions. And so when you're the only guy, and Bobby can attest to this in Yorkie, when you're one reporter asking all the questions, the player will shut down. And yeah. so you need someone to come in over top. And Sleepy, as we uh, also is his nickname, we used to, uh, I used to be like waiting for him. And so one time he didn't. And I was just annoyed. I was like, God, just help me out. <laughs> I do remember. So anyway. We're fine, but I was like, God, I need some help. Yeah, but the important part is we're all good friends now. It's okay to argue <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> all right, let's get on to it, shall we, gentlemen? Uh, Jacques Martin tonight behind the bench in Arizona against former uh, Ottawa Senator assistant coach uh, Andre Tourney on the other side. Sleepy, let me get your reaction, first of all, uh, to yesterday's events and seeing, uh, and you've covered all of DJ Smith, you've covered Jacques Martin, of seeing this change happen? Well, I guess from the moment Jacques uh, was hired as a, a senior consultant, we knew at that moment the Senators had a viable option if they ever wanted to go the interim head coach route. But I didn't think that they would do it on the road in the middle of the long road trip, which is not something you see all the time. Um, I, I guess in the end, Steve Steos decided to, um, it was a better thing to do for DJ Smith, not to let him come back and face the fans on Saturday after another difficult road trip. So I'm not entirely surprised to see Jacques Martin stepping back behind the bench. I know he's never really wanted to leave. I mean, coaches are like that. Once they uh, they get the bug, they always want to do it. You know, regardless, he was in a good situation, but uh, I guess just the, the, the calling was just too strong. It, well, yeah. yeah ahead, could George. you imagine that? And part of the reason, so I don't know about you, but could you imagine that game at home on Pittsburgh? If if you lose the rest of this, what would have happened? So that's I that's me. I think that's got a lot to do with it. Like people right before Christmas, the like it was like people were the frustration had kind of turned into people almost beginning to not care, right? Well, that was the thing. I, I got a text uh, first thing in the morning yesterday. You know, a question being asked to me is that what would be the worst scenario, uh, the most awful thing to do? to fire DJ Smith just before Christmas or to let him come back and face the fans after a tough road trip. And you mm. know what? The question was very good, but I, I think, you know, when you start to think about it, the answer was pretty easy. DJ yeah. Smith was probably aware that his time was coming to an end. If uh, management wanted to, to, to offer him another contract, it would have been easy to negotiate with him in the fall. Now, he, he knew like he was getting ready uh, to, to, to leave this, this job. So to do it and, and not have to face the fire DJ chance, to me, was the, the the good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Did they just luck out in having Jacques Martin? Because uh, you know, Sly, that this was not part of the plan to start the year. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, I, I think uh, Jacques was was uh, waiting, you know, and he, he was in a very comfortable position. Uh, he had TV contracts, radio contracts. Uh, his clients allowed him to live in Florida. TV Sports would actually fly him to Montreal once a week 
to, uh, to, to do a couple of games and send him back to Florida. So he was very comfortable. But, but I think Jacques was in a situation where if he was going to come back to an NHL team, it had to be the right situation. A team that he felt could allow him to maybe get a chance to win uh, one more cup or go on the last cup run in the next couple of years. So, so I think when, uh, when Ottawa called him, he figured that it was uh, the right fit. Bobby, it's hard, it's hard to believe the ideas, by the way, of getting flown in for the shows. No, I, I don't think that's in the budget. Um, <laughs> I, I not you actually you trumped me there because now I don't know what I was going to say. So move on. <laughs> well, uh, I, I took it. I took a dig and yeah, I had something. Oh, it's hard to look at. And again, we on the show had higher hopes for this team. I think all of us put them up in the playoffs. I don't know if you did, Wally. Did you have them in the playoffs? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. we all did. Yeah. God, hell, I had him second in the division in my mind at one point. Yeah, um, me too. But it arguably hard to, for him to look at this group and say, in the next couple of years, they're a Stanley Cup contender. For me, anyway. Well, I mean, uh, to, to, to me, it's a situation where you, you have a team who last season, between Christmas and April, were able to put some pretty decent runs. Um, it's funny how people, uh, after the, the season started and they – uh, the Sens didn't play so good. So some of our colleagues went, well, the expectations were too high. Well, I'm sorry. Once you spend to the cap, expectations yeah, yeah. should be high. And, and that's where this team is at right now. So uh, I think, uh, I don't know, Jacques Martin, at, at this juncture, probably sees something in this team that, that he saw. Uh, same thing in the, in the Senators that Yorkie played in 25, 30 years ago. A lot of a lot of a lot of similarities. You got like a young Stutz, a lot, a lot of young guys kind of just starting to figure it out um how about that what do you think sly do you think jock's just a stopgap is this just a, and they hire somebody else in the summer what's your well, uh, I mean, what do you think we and i tried asking steve Steos uh, this question yesterday he wouldn't budge about uh to me this the biggest question right now is about the gm right if mm -hmm. this team isn't yes. is has decided to do things right they will hire the gm and then let this gm uh just hire the right people around him that he will work well with so but Steve Steos wasn't going to give us a timeline in the meantime you know I think you know Jacques will be uh, fine in the interim role uh, sure. he's a he's a very young 71 year old I find like he doesn't look his age he doesn't feel his age but I don't think um, it would be the best uh, the best gift to give this man to put him in that position for, for too long you know what they're gonna have to do eh? back when I played you guys remember the old school Stairmasters where you get on there and you go up and down. Jock used to get on the stairmaster after every practice. After if you know when the, the players uh, clean out, so they're going to have to get a new stairmaster and to keep Jock going. Eh? Like, <laughs> you know, every well, day, those who don't know, every, go ahead, Yorgi. Every day he was on that stairmaster was because you, you, he'd try and do it once everybody left. But if you snuck and you'd see him on there just going doing his thing, slow That's and amazing. steady. Yep. The game's uh, changed. Don't e, know. EJ Smith might be one of the strongest people in the organization. Yeah, he oh. he, he couldn't run a quarter mile, but I'm <laughs> telling you, um, he'll throw you a quarter mile. Man, when I was when I was coming back and I was around the team and I had been out, um, Pierre Dorian had said, "You're not going on the ice until you pass all the fitness testing again." And I was like, "All right, nerd, whatever, I'll do it." Um, so I was training extremely hard but i would be in there on off times because i had to kind of keep distance just to play you know the association the rules and whatever but dj's a fucking monster mm. with a barbell unbelievably strong i just watched him pick up 135 just walk it around the room like over his head i was like 
I, the way he's built, you can tell, but I was like, DJ, the bike's over there, pal. <laughs> and, then, and then he said, why don't you come with me? He said the same thing. <laughs> the, uh, he owns a CrossFit gym in Windsor. Oh, does I, he really? I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. He, pound, he pounds the weights every day. Like he's diligent yeah. with his workouts. He is. Incredibly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so today I, guys, I need to, I don't understand. They just fired the coach. You have a new coach taking over, and it's an optional skate in the morning. So I'm going to go to the players first. Are you guys – does that – that one bothers me a little. I'm not a player, and maybe it's a bigger deal than it should be. I think everybody should be on the ice. Even if it's optional, I think you guys should all be on the ice because you guys are the reason, partially, that your coach is fired. Um, I, I don't know. I Towards the tail end of a road trip, that's when you start to see optionals, right? Whether or not you're winning games or you're in a good position, that's just kind of when you see them. There is some wear and tear that goes on when you're traveling in late nights and things like that. It's it's, it's a different thing. I agree with you in one sense, Wally, but at the same time, he does have to protect the players. If guys, if, if he has an overwhelming number of players that are in the injury report, whether it's a little bang up or something small or it's a contusion, you just look at it and go, it's in our best interest to not expose these players to anything else. So that might be part yeah. of it. Um, but all that being said, this day and age, it doesn't matter. You can skate or not skate. I was a big believer in the skate. Um, I was on every optional. I just needed it. I knew that it was something that my body needed it. Other guys know their bodies so well now that they're like, all right, I'm a little fatigued. Today's a layback day. Um, and we get ready for tonight. So I don't read much into optionals anymore. I really don't. I, Optically, I get what you're saying, but I don't. I, it's it, It's really hard, especially on a game day, to do any kind of teaching on the ice. So, so I would think they probably had some kind of meeting as a group and probably longer than usual on a game day because Jacques going to probably want to do some things a little bit differently. So if you run the skate, everyone's got to get ready. You got to stretch, you got to go on the ice and you got to shower. But if you just do a team meeting, and for me, it's more important today than to get a certain understanding of what the coach wants right now. So I, I would think, Sly, I would think that's probably more beneficial right now than skating. Well, I think to your point, there's a question I also like to ask the, the former players. Uh, Jacques' first quote as an interim head coach was to say, um, we're not going to touch the, the system. Players are comfortable with it. We're going to go uh, and pay special attention to details. Now, I wasn't surprised by the first part because most hockey NHL teams play the same system to a few yeah. details. But what do you think exactly he meant when, when he said, we're going to go into details? What are those details? If you watch how the Senators play, the biggest detail they're missing in their game is they don't manage the puck well at the blue lines. And one of Jacques' biggest parts of what he tries to teach teams is, is to make high percentage plays in the most important areas of the ice. So I look at the Senators, and they turn the puck over so much at the offensive blue line. They try and squeeze plays through off the rush against just they don't pick their spots. I think Jock's teaching will be, okay, this situation here, I want a little chip here. Chip the space, do this, do that. So just go over the little details, which are things like that, and just probably being, we talked about this yesterday, Bob and Wally, being tighter as a group. Ottawa under DJ plays very stretched out. I would mm -hmm. think Jacques is going to try and get them to be a little tighter. Um, so if there is, you're, you're just always want, I was always taught to play. And be in a position as a defenseman, think of what could happen if the play doesn't work. Are you on the right side of the puck? So those are the kind of details I can see Jacques trying to teach this group. That's exactly what I thought. And and just briefly going back to the morning skate, 
after the meeting yesterday or after the firing yesterday, there was more than a hundred percent chance they had a meeting at night in a ballroom that lasted yeah. a while. The players spoke. Then they came in this morning and they went over video from last game and he can't delve into the details of last game because he wasn't at the helm. But at the same time, he can pick apart some things and say, this is where we cost ourselves. So the players are probably meeting doubt and that takes a toll, whether people understand it or not. It, it does. You're trying to process a hundred different things at once. So that might also be a reason they're not skating. When you ask about the attention to detail, I think there's two, the, the biggest thing for me would have been puck management for sure. And being south of the puck on defense, they're always north. They're always, and that's the offensive drive. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's better to be early offense and late on defense, be below the puck and stop cheating. And, and that's you know, right. And he's, and if he's got to be firm in that, you have to be firm in that and you have to sit guys down you have to talk to him. You have to really, really be firm. One thing, one thing that's going to be non-negotiable, you're not going to see any more. They call it the poke and hope. Yeah, I was famous for that. <laughs> the poke and hope, <laughs> because you're in the neutral zone and you're you're fifty fifty with a guy and you poke it, hoping it gets by him and you get an outnumbered rush. Poke and hope is going to get yep. you on the pine. I called it the old drive by. Sleep me, help me out. Was it? It was Brad Marchand on. Was it Chris Weidman? No, Dylan Demello. When um, he did the poke and uh, Marchand goes. He reached and I teached or something that, to that effect. Yeah, that was, that was different, though. That was a one on one defensive situation. But what yeah. a great. I remember reading that. And I was I remember making fun of Mello. I was like, did you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as Brad got out here and Mello extended the stick and like he still had body position and Marshawn's just so good and slimy at getting through things. He re he pulled that puck in and I went. <laughs> I can't use that. It's copyrighted. But you know what, Yorkie? Actually, thanks for, for refreshing my memory about the, the offensive blue line. I came in as a reporter during Jacques' last couple of years with the Senators. And, you know, basically, that was to me, that was Hockey University listening to an NHL coach every day. And he was speaking so much about the blue line's turnovers. I used to yeah. think that that was everything in hockey, actually. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you guys the way we practiced under Jacques, he would position, this was one of our warm-up drills, he would position the four coaches at the four different blue lines. I'll never forget this because Jacques had this, this old Peter Forsberg wooden stick and you'd have to, you'd have to pass it. The other guy would skate at Jacques and he'd be do a chip by Jacques and it was a, had to be off the ice a foot. And then the other guy would skate into it. So you just keep doing these high percentage chips into space and and we just did it over and over again then we practiced dump-ins and if you didn't dump it in properly you had to do it again then we practiced line changes and then it was just little details over and over and over again At the end of the day we end up winning a lot of close games because we paid attention to the details and that's how it works yeah. I, people used to, uh, to correct me if i'm wrong yorkie guys would complain about how practices were basically boring because you did the same drills <laughs> over and over again oh he loves he loves the two on o back check too hey eh, bob the two on o back check oh you go, you go down on a two on o pass 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 shoot stop in front of the net in case there's a rebound back check the other guys and it's crazy though because when i started coaching junior a i'm like shit i'm doing all jocks drills <laughs> <laughs> you can't you help yourself what's that did you get your defenseman to uh start on the red line like a one-on-one a -on -one battle with the defenseman had to skate oh, yeah. backwards, you, not start. Yes. That was, 
that my D hated that. And Bob, the forwards hate that one too. You, you get the yeah. forwards starting on the far circle on the hash. D, one skate in on the top of the circle, one-on-one, straight down. It's, it's, a, it's a hidden bagger. So is yeah. the two-on-one Alex- back check. Alex Formanton used to love that drill as a breakaway, but for me, I was like, I'm, I don't care who I'm going against unless it was somebody real clunky. I wasn't winning the race anyway. So I would, coaches used to blow me down all the time. They would hate it. Cause I would, I'd be like, I have a much better statistic chance of beating a guy one-on-one with a move than I do at speed. That's just the way that my game was going to translate. So I would go as hard as I could to the blue line and then slow right up and oh. allow him, to, but it would mess up his gap. And then he'd have yeah. to slow up. And then I would, yeah. So I was like, I, it was, that was my trick of the trade. And I was like, and it's not a bag skate when you do it that way. It was five hard strides and then a one-on-one. Oh yeah. Slow it down. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right, sleepy. Uh, hold on. I'm going to get you to a question, but this may help lead into that question. Uh, brought to you by door. Oh De- uh, no, sorry. By Wendy's. Did you know? Um, Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year with the Wendy's daily face-off survivor pool. For those of you who dream of smoking the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of winning combinations. Here's the big secret to lineups. It's all syrup dishes like Wendy's new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. Sometimes the best teammates are the ones you least suspect. Sign up today. Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Go to dailyfaceoff.com. It's up in the right-hand corner. Uh, click on the icon to win weekly prizes like the new chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. Wendy's, we keep it fresh. Okay, so there's been six midseason coaching changes for the Ottawa Senators. The next game, the Ottawa Senators are a combined 0-6. If you're betting today, <laughs> you might want to keep this in mind. Have we have we not done lock of the day for a minute here? No, we haven't done lock of the day. I I feel like I'd be pulling away right now. I got to be honest with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Can can you just wait till we get to that segment? Yes, fair Uh, enough. uh, Sleepy, what do you think you will see tonight uh, from the Ottawa Senators? And do you think that this will change? And number seven will be a W. You know what? I will say that history will be made tonight. Uh, I can't remember any of those uh, six previous games, even though I probably covered uh, the last four. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think what the 2023-24 Ottawa Senators have proven us so far is that they are capable of the best and the worst uh, in, in, in one week. And I think right now they're due, overdue for a, a very strong performance. Okay. Mm. So ten and five, they're ten and five at Mullet Arena. I'm just looking at the stats here. Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes, yeah. They've yeah, also, yeah. We'll get to the lock of the day in a sec. But so, how does Jacques and Alfie uh, run this bench? Do you like? Are you? You and I both covered Alfie, and of course, mm-hmm. Yorkie played with him. So, it's it's exciting for us to see it. Obviously, he's got legendary status. How do you? Th- how do you think this game plays out with those guys behind the bench? Well, I think it's an interesting match because, as you and I both know, uh, in the end, they'll try and make this work together. But the Alfie and Jacques marriage of, of 20 years ago wasn't always a happy one. Uh, they would <laughs> butt heads quite. I mean, you know, you got you know, one of the former teammates laughing. But I'd like to hear <laughs> your memories from these periods, Yorkie. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, no, it's. I, I think it'll be good because the worst thing you could have in a coaching staff is a yes man. You you need other people challenging one another because it's not always the right way that one person thinks. So I think it's I think it's a very good mix because you've got you know one 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 person that is so detail oriented. But then again, Alfie's very detail oriented too. He's just he. He sees the game through the eyes of an offensive player, and you have Jacques who sees the game, um, limiting mistakes and all that. But still, Jacques got a bad rap, guys. Um, a lot of his teams produced a lot of offense. Like that's one of the things that I always thought he got a bad rap for. Uh, Gavin, do you have that board of Alf of Jacques' coaching time in Ottawa? You may not have it. I, where he ranked uh, through his full eight seasons in Ottawa, I think overall through eight years he was sixth overall in offense. Yeah. The team was yeah. ranked for goals per game, and that there was the year he he led them the they led the league in scoring. Those guys could score goals because you couldn't get through the neutral zone. Yeah. Well, you look 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 how the NHL like it, it always kind of goes in ebbs and flows, right? It changes from one style to the other, yeah. and now the style that seems that's working the best is the style Vegas plays. Like, and, and you look at the Vegas last year; they're not they don't have a ton of guys like it's that are in the top ten in scoring or anything, but they just like you said. they're Tough to get to the neutral zone. Attention to detail. Don't beat themselves. Kind of how Jacques coaches when you come to think of it. Yep. Is it where his team's primarily very, very good in transition? The turnover and pounce kind of stuff. Oh, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable, Bob. We would yeah. practice it so much. It's just, and it was just boom, D, D, up, in, chip, yeah. chase. I, always, always, always putting the other team in a position of duress. Where There's nothing just, worse than playing a team that just as soon as one D touches it, he zips it either straight up his wall or across and up the other wall. You're not looking for skating the flank and moving it across to that open. No, like no. you hate it. Forwards hate it because you skate all the way up because you have to forecheck, and then you're just turning right back to your zone. It's it's awful to play against. Yeah, it's it's take your first best option and get it moving, get it moving up ice fast so the forwards don't have to slow down, and then just reading the play. Yeah. Like just, it's basically hockey. It's like if the D back in, carry it. If they don't, put it behind them. Like, right. It's not freaking complicated. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, 
there's a question in uh, the chat from Holy Smokes 666. Um, says someone on TSN 1200 this morning said that Jacques used to practice line changes, specifically second period long line changes. Oh, is yeah. that true? I don't. Is it yes. Yorkie? I don't remember we, this. We we were the best team when I was there for five years under Jacques catching teams in the second period. So it works. It works. Specific, Bob knows this. It works very good in a second period where. We had set plays where as soon as the other team dumped it in, and we would catch other teams on slow changes where you'd kind of they they dump it in, meander to the bench, and our goalie right away, goalie would get it, fire it to the D, and then the D just one touch it to the far forward at the far blue line, and then the, the center would support, and you would catch a ton of teams um, on bad changes. Second period, we'd practice that all. I forgot about that. Well, he did catch there all the time. It's just, again, that's another little detail where you might get a couple extra goals here and there that are the difference between winning and losing. Yeah. Um, Sylvain, as, as you see this change take place, we've all said that they have a great core. I'm starting to wonder if there needs to be some change. Do you think by the time next year rolls around that there's a piece that we considered close to a core, if not a core piece missing? I'm only there's three untouchables for me. Stutzla, Kachuk, and Sanderson. Outside of that, everybody is fair game to me. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with, with that. Um, and that's why to me the, the biggest question is the GM position. I I I I watched uh, your show from yesterday when you were actually talking about this and um yeah, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have an outside an outsider coming in who has no no who owes any nothing to, to any of the players in place right now, and who could actually make a change or two. This is still, even though the you know the team is spending to the cap, this is still a very young team. And, and to me, uh, it might not be the worst thing in the world to to make not a ton of changes, but one change or two, bring in a few players that that will you know give something that this team doesn't have. And then see where it goes. But then you, you need to have you heard it first. in place for that. <laughs> you heard it first. wants to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wally uh, wanted to blow it. Wally, wanted, Wally, Wally said the word rebuild yesterday. Oh, I, yeah. You got yeah, raked over the coal, too, hey? Rebuild. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about this, um, this team – for as many coaches as they had, hasn't had a GM change for the last 16 or 17 years because when Brian Murray gave the team to Pierre Barillon, that was basically a change in continuity. So, so mm -hmm. how many teams right now, besides Ottawa and Nashville, maybe have, have had you know the same management for, for that long? And sometimes an outside look is good. I agree. I, I agree. Like, it, I agree. It's proven that this may not be the right combination of players to be successful. We may find out with Jacques at the helm, but as of right now, it looks like there needs to be something added. And I think it's a physical game. As of yeah. now, but I, I do think that you owe it to the players now to play 30 games under a new voice to really start to separate who's here and who's not. I'll say uh... they've all played for the same person. And obviously <clears throat> that combo hasn't worked. Now you have a different voice and a different style. Um to see who adapts to that and who, who buys in and who's kind of one foot in one foot out. Well, now guys, it's going to be, now it's on the players. Yes. Now there's, now you can't, now the excuse is gone saying, well, you heard this one time. DJ's not a good coach. Everybody was saying that the, the players aren't good because of the coach. That excuse is gone now. So 
This is going to be really interesting, Sly. Yeah, I, and I had one more question. I, I forget which one of you two uh, said something about uh, players not, not buying in or not listening or not following the plans. We'll ride the, the pine for a little while. This is something we haven't seen much under DJ Smith. He was a very forgiving coach. You actually see uh, some kind of like more, more tougher love style coming with Josh? I think, I think you're referring to what I said, where players are going to have to start to be, I, I don't like the word or the term made examples of. Um, Accountability. Think, yes, that's a better word for it. I think the players are going to start to be held a little more accountable. Again, I think that DJ got himself in a weird position because for so long he was just teaching where the rope is extremely long when you're teaching and there's no expectations to win. Now mm -hmm. you have expectations because you spend to the cap and you're still teaching as opposed to coaching. You've taught them what they're supposed to do. They're not doing it. Now it's now it's time to coach a little more. And the runway stayed the same for a lot of those players. I think the runway should have been shortened earlier. I think that some players that were continuously being um, players that were continuously lost or continuously cheating or continue whatever. They weren't they weren't just reined in and brought down. They might have done so in and DJ I know has conversations in private because he doesn't like to do it publicly, but it wasn't working. So I think if you start to see players being sat in some situations, some ice time taken away, there will be more accountability. I just, that's just, I mean, like I'm a player that got sat. I know it, right? Bruce Boudreaux, Randy Carlisle, like he, they had no problem sitting Getzlaff, Perry and I down if, if it wasn't going well. I can remember when I, when I first came to Ottawa, I, I was new team. They had traded for me. So usually when you trade for a player, you, you play him right away. I, I was playing okay, and I thought I was playing good. And then all of a sudden, within a couple of weeks, Jacques, Jacques, Jacques uh, scratched me, <laughs> brought me in, and said, we need you to be better. He goes, I expect more. He goes, we just traded for you. You got to be better. Plain and simple. Did some video. This is what you got to do. But when I came back into the lineup, I, play, I played way better because I had a little bit of fear in me. I had a little bit of fear. And it's amazing what that can do um, to guys. Um, so, yeah, I, it'll be interesting because now today is a little different. Guys have a little more power, especially guys that are making $8 million and are on seven-year deals. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the trick, right? That's the trick. How do you get your point through as a coach to these types of players? The situation DJ was in in the last year of his contract, it's pretty tough. Uh, yeah. But Jacques will be in a more of a position – I think to do that because yes, he's been there, done that. He's, he's won a couple of cups and it'll be uh, like I said, this will be a very interesting to see which players respond and hopefully they all do and, and they get yeah. to where we all think they should be. Well, you don't turn a team over to Jacques Martin on an interim basis and he doesn't take the job on an interim basis. If he's not giving full um, capability yeah. to do it the way he sees fit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before we move on, Yorkie, holy smoke, 66 active today in the chat. It also helped that Jacques played York with Redden. So <laughs> that'll do it, eh? Yeah, a little help with Wade, Wade Redden. Uh, all right, we got to move on because a, yeah. a rookie Wade Redden, by the way. So hey, oh, okay. who do you <laughs> think got him going? Who do you think got him going? <laughs> so if we were to ask Wade, what was the turning point in his career? Do you think it would be Jason York? Okay. Hundred percent. He knows. You guys were a good deep pair. I, I will admit, you guys were very good defensively together. Uh, all right. Speaking of D, we're moving on. Uh, this show proudly delivered, as always, by DoorDash. Santa is coming. 
Christmas just around the corner. Don't stress about gift buying and waiting in long lines. Order everything you need this season from the comfort of your couch with DoorDash. Yes, even at the last minute, finding that perfect gift has never been easier. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order, $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters, uh, that's 25% off and up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter code NATION25, offered valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. Okay, so Jacob Chikrin's returning to Arizona for his first game against his former team, played 373 games there. He's riding a three-game point streak, six assists in that time. I believe he probably will be jacked for this game. Uh, there's probably there's some good money on the board, Bob, I would think. Um but maybe that will help you make your decision as we're going to, I'm going right into our lock of the day. So we can chat about this game tonight, which is brought to you by Botano, uh, Botano.ca, the EGR award winner for both the best sports book operator of the year and best in-play sports operator coming up on Saturday, December 23rd, live online trivia game show, biggest prize pool yet, two grand. Uh, one of the many ways Botano is celebrating the holidays. No deposit required. You only need a Botano account to participate. It's a 9 p.m. draw. Botano, the game starts now. Must be 19 uh, please play responsibly. Okay. Lock of the day. I know you've been anxious and you know what, Sly, I'm going to let you pick mine for today. So what? you get to pick. Yeah. Got a guest on. We've never had a guest pick a lock. All of the right. Day. All right. I'm, sorry. So, I, I'm not familiar with the, with the concept. You have to walk <laughs> me uh, through here. You just have to pick who's going to win tonight. That's all you got to do, but you got to pick the right one. Cause I need the help. I've struggled oh, well. of late, oh, yeah. and so uh, well, Bob's ahead. I, I can't go back. I, I can't go back. I picked Ottawa already. There you go. <laughs> no, you get you get. To, I can let you change up until the end of showtime. No, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my uh, with my pick. And uh, sorry if uh, that doesn't pan out for you. I showed you the board, right? <laughs> I've lost six of these games, right? I sh- uh, you've, you've been given uh, all the uh, info, wait. right? Fly right. Wally had this. Wally had this huge lead, and he's just. Choking oh, now. Just wasted it away. Oh, oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, oh, Yerky. I'm taking that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Sly. I'm with Sly. I'm going with the coaching bump here. Yeah. Coaching bump. It worked against the Sens when St. Louis put the boots to them after they got rid of Baruby. So I'm going to go with the coaching bump, and Ottawa's going to win this game. Oh, man. I like, I'm, I'm torn because. I, I, I'm a big believer in the coach. I'm a big believer in the coaching bump. Um, but I like Arizona. Uh Cooley's a hell of a player, but they have back had back to back shutouts, which I don't like because that's why like usually you get blown out. Uh, I'm taking the sense too. I'm with, the guys. Three, baby. I'm with the boys. Now, are you gonna override here, Yorkie, and take slides no, no. away from him? Or not uh, no. Wally, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. it's I, all good. I, Wally put feel- Wally put the Sens fans through enough yesterday when he did need a love in <laughs> yeah. when he brought up the word rebuild like well you're bringing it up now no what's like you that pick away it's it's like that it's like that gif you always see with when the Leafs lose in the playoffs of of Matthews kicking all the fans in the nuts like that's what you're doing yesterday <laughs> <laughs> you know that you guys know the gif I'm talking about eh? oh yeah oh yeah oh that's so good uh, so <laughs> uh. Sleepy, do you see this? I know you're picking an Ottawa victory. Uh, is it close? Uh, and and by the way, we should point out Brady Kachuk has ties to obviously Arizona, and Mark Kastelik is going back to play in Arizona. There is, I would think, some momentum on Ottawa's side. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and you've asked prior a couple of minutes ago uh, how are Alfie and Jacques are going to split the, the bench duties. Well, Alfie should have his hands full trying to kickstart the power play again, which which is the main reason why he was brought in. I think uh, as an offensive-minded player, and there's no reason like people keep saying that the Ottawa Senators are are looking for their identity. Well, right now with the core that they have, they should be a team that is driven by their power play. So, so I'm thinking right now, this group that has had success, uh, I can see them finding back chemistry uh, sooner than later. And, and I think that's the, that, that's one of the reasons why they, they will win this game tonight. I like that. Do they need to make a, any... So are you okay with the current line change? The lineup, sorry. Would you make any changes to the way this lineup is built at the moment? And I, I do appreciate the fact that uh, Yorkie's favorite guy, Rourke Charche, is not there. Obviously, Matthew Joseph. I, I I don't know the status on Vladimir Tarasenko. I don't know if they've updated us. Um, they are missing, obviously, some players. I'm thinking right now the the quality of, uh, of, of players right now and the experience. Like, I really players, like Angus Crookshank. Yeah, yeah, he, he he was he was okay in his first game, but it's still a lot to ask for. For you know, I, I don't know how many games uh, on that bottom six you, you have uh, in the NHL experience, but it, it, it's tough to make changes. I don't know what you guys would see, but I. I don't think there's much you can do right now with, with all the guys out of the lineup. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I one thing I can promise you, you're not going to see Parker Kelly and Zach McEwen the first shift of the game trying to do a high role play against the top line, which they did in the uh in the game against Vegas. Remember that play, Bob? Oh, that was tough. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs> why are why oh. are you trying why are you trying to pop the high forward out with your fourth line and try a high risk play at your own blue line against Stoner, who's the best pickpocket artist in the National Hockey League? Like you just those things they, they won't be happening anymore. I'm switching my pick. <laughs> what? I'm no, you can't switch though. Just because no, I get up till game time and you just talked me into it because guess what? Those habits aren't stopping overnight. <laughs> the boys are gonna be the boys are gonna be chipper tonight, but again, I like that I'm in the lead and I can't further the lead unless I go against the grain. I'm a big believer in the bump, but I'm going with Arizona. Yeah, put that line up again. I don't know. I gotta see that bottom six again. <laughs> that's what was, if you put that up, and that's what made me just switch. <laughs> and then you talked about him trying to score with the pick. Uh no. Uh, it will look a little different. Uh Vladimir Tarasenko is back. Is he back? Okay. Well, he skated yesterday. So I, I, again with the optional, I don't know the update for lines there. Okay, Tarasenko's in. Bob, when you got on the ice, did you always look around and see who you're playing against? I did. I always knew. Yeah. Yeah. I always had a pretty good pulse on it. I mean, obviously it's out of your control at times, but um, yeah, I always had a very, very good beat against who was out there. Yeah. I just, I don't understand how some guys don't realize that. I, I, I would agree. And I think that some people and players are involved in this, in this, excuse me, as much as fans are people don't understand how good a 50, 50 shift is at times. Yep. in games they want action going north they want a great defensive play but sometimes the game call and it's because it's a matchup where you see that you're against a line that doesn't favor your line and you're just getting a puck deep and you're trying to manage the puck down low and if you get a chance to score you're always going to take that chance but sometimes a 50 50 shift is all you're looking for and you're looking to get off because you're trying to right the ship or whatever it might be to get the matchup you're looking for so 
don't underestimate the importance of, uh, importance of that, right? Mm-hmm. Within a ga- the game, within the game. Absolutely. But yeah, I, if you looked at and I primarily played, especially early in my career, a lot of shutdown lines, right? And you knew that most of them didn't have the capability to score. That gives you an opportunity to take chances. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're Arizona tonight and you're playing well, don't let's keep in mind they're in a playoff spot. How do they approach this game then? Well, I played for the Bear in uh, Andre there, and I I liked playing for him a lot. My guess is that he's making, he's he's warning them very much that they had a coach. They know they had a coaching change, but he's he's protecting his team against that, saying, "Hey, that like they're not they're not messing around. They're coming. They're coming. So you better be ready." I think that they'll probably be be caught off guard a little bit. That's that's human nature, but it'll take them a minute to settle it in and match the pace. Outside of that, they're a team that plays. They take some chances offensively, so they're vulnerable at times. Um, in the few times that I've noticed them, um, that's where the Sens are going to have to play really hard, try really hard not to get sucked into the trading chances game because that just doesn't benefit them team. But um, if I'm Arizona, I'm, I'm playing the same way that that we get approached. Pucks are going a little bit deep. We're turning, we're turning on our heels. Um, we're going to be quick in transition, and we're going to try to win the special team battle. Can't believe you switched. I have to. Yeah. I go, I'm a gambler. I'm gambling. <laughs> I'm thinking of switching now too. After looking at that, oh. <laughs> that's a, I'm, I'm glad I don't live in Ottawa. I'd be public enemy number one right now. Right. <laughs> well, maybe Wally. Yeah. No. No. I'm first because Yorkie. He's bringing it up. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying. I think. I think the big boys are going to show up today. I think Brady has a night. I. I, I think. Timmy's had a rough stretch here. It's. It's time for him to buckle down here and have a good night. Um, D, you're going to play more predictable. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope I'm right. Actually, <laughs> just bet on the sense. Uh, before we go, Sly, last question I have for you Is Jacques Martin the head coach of this team at the start of next season? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I mean, the one reason for me right now that, um, this team doesn't have a GM it might be because the candidates that, that uh, really uh, are at top of the, the the, the list might not be available until the season ends. Uh, but I don't think Michael Andelauer and Steve Steos will want to get into a situation where there's no certainty uh, when another season starts. So so I think by the time next season starts, the picture will be clear uh, who's who's leading this organization. And, and I think there will be a place for Jacques Martin in this team if he wants to keep going. But I just don't see it as being the, uh, the head coach position. Daniel Alfredson? Uh, that's a different question. Uh, last time I spoke <laughs> with Alfie, I mean, no, I mean, last time I spoke with Alfie, he he didn't really know what he wanted to do. Like he was thinking about hockey operations a little bit. Uh, he was talking about uh, development coaching. He didn't seem to to be uh, too interested in the lifestyle of a, of a full time coach. But then again, um, he seemed to really enjoy his short stint <laughs> behind the bench. So so to me right now, I haven't, and that's me. I haven't, I haven't spoken to mm-hmm. Alfie in a few weeks now. But uh, I think uh, he's still trying to figure his way around, and I wouldn't bet on against him being uh, assistant coach next season. Oh. All right. I didn't think he would want to do it. I thought he was done with the travel, the time I away, uh, yeah. that all that like it's a commitment to being an assistant it, coach. It is addicting, though. It's addicting, and it 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 stokes the fire inside. It's the next best thing to playing. So. We'll see. It'll be, uh, hey, Bob, it'll be interesting because you get back into it. You're around a group. You're part of something. You've got skin in the game again. It's 
Yeah, I get it. it. It'll be good because nothing interesting has happened here in the last six months for us to talk about. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll all be dependent. If, if, eh? <laughs> if they have a good run though, and like it gets turned around here and you're part of that and, and, and you see that your work is helping making something be a lot better. I don't know. That's, that's a great question. Time will tell. Well, I don't know the answer. We will find out. Until now, we've all got to go ride our post-game bikes. Um, so we'll uh, we'll, oh. <laughs> we'll fly. Yeah, I'm going to be on early to... next show, so you can teach me how to put this thing on this oh, thing. Okay. Oh, hey, that's yeah. Bob. Bob, you brought up Zoolander earlier. This guy tweeted this out. You said you, you look like Zoolander. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good looking dude, eh? What if he looks like me? But yeah, Who's I need a mic you? stand. I got this thing. Yeah, three different pieces. This has been my mic stand here for about a week. <laughs> so, I don't know what to tell you anymore. I had lots of fun today. It was really enlightening, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> good to see you, man. All right, everybody, take care. We will see you on Thursday, 9 a.m. Until then, enjoy your time off, everybody. Appreciate you tuning in. That's uh, coming in hot yeah. Tuesday. See you guys. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 